Tony has had some great guests on the show, and we figured why not celebrate some of these amazing conversations. So enjoy this best of the Be Fulfilled podcast. In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. There's only one of them in the world. Please welcome to the show, Gordon Treadgold. Thank you for having me. Talk to me a little bit. I mean, you've had a lot of success. You're also a finalist uh, for Practical uh, Management Book of the Year. Let's talk mm-hmm. about what you've been up to, because it sounds like you've got an extensive resume. Yeah, so, so I have two careers, one of, one of which is I'm a program manager, program director in IT, which is which is where I learned all about leadership. And then there's a second business, which is about me teaching, uh, coaching, speaking on leadership and also influence. And, uh, you know, on the, on the IT journey, I started, when I started my career, there was a, a very clearly defined path of you have to do, you have to be a trainee for six months, a junior for a year, and programmer for a year, and then you could be a senior programmer, and then a senior, senior. And I didn't want to do that. So I just opted to take on any of the toughest jobs available, because mm. if you fail, it's a surprise to nobody. If you succeed, now you're a superstar. So I've, I've always been a fan of um, taking on the difficult things, and I'm not afraid to fail. I, failure is not something for me. I don't think it, you know, obviously jumping out of a plane without a parachute is uh, fatal, but you know, leading a project that doesn't succeed, it, you know, it, it's not fatal. You, you can, you can live and learn, especially if it was something people thought would fail anyway. So yeah, be bold and go for it. Please welcome to the show today's special guest, Alexandra Hudson. Thanks for having me, Tony. Your energy is uh, just infectious. It's, it's it's exciting, and you, you know, you look at all the things that you've done. I mean, the accolades just just on paper for some of the things from Forbes, um, Vancouver's top twenty under twenty, Time Magazine, USA Today, The Wall Street Journal. I mean, we could list all of your accolades, but some of the things that are so exciting, and all of it as I cut it all up and paste it is just well-versed in travel. Like you've definitely seen our world. And uh, before the show, we were just chatting a little bit. I said, what is it that you're really excited about? And you have a new book, but we were talking about a course that you put out um, that you wanted to help people just kind of have a little bit more understanding of some Greek mythology. It's a five day, it's, it's like a mini course. And I just, I want to know where the give back in you comes from, because not everybody wakes up and says, you know, I'm going to go give back. I want to go do all of this. A lot of people just put their head down. They say, you know, I need to go get a paycheck nine to five, go make a living. You're married, you know, and you have a son and, and, you know, a lot of people are happy going home and, and just doing that, but there's something in you. Maybe it's your parents. Maybe it's the upbringing. Maybe it's all the people who poured into you, 
but you have this desire to give back. And that's something that I want to talk a little bit about today because that's something that the world needs more of right now. They need more people to be givers and not takers. So let's talk a little bit about that. It's so true. I mean, I lived a year of my life where I was told I didn't matter and uh, the life, the mind didn't, didn't matter. And everything that I love, the true, the good and the beautiful and ideas didn't, didn't matter. This is my year at the U S department of education. Uh, and again, told that I like my, my, my humanity, my value was, was questioned. And I feel like there, there are so many, uh, and that was miserable. That was an absolutely miserable experience. I left that experience and I had what uh, in Sanskrit, it's called a Kriya, a Kriya. It's like where the the soul just breaks and like where you just push yourself to a limit. And I literally just got sick. My whole body broke down. I got sick for two weeks. My body broke out in a rash. It was just this existential, physical, emotional crisis. And I, and I started from square one again, like reflecting on what does it mean to be a human being? And what is the bare minimum of respect that we are owed and owed to others by virtue of our shared humanity and inherent human dignity? And what is the best way to live? What is the good life? And what are the factors that contribute to human flourishing and a meaningful life and human relationships? And those kind of questions, those foundational questions kind of shape all of my work and everything I love. And, and it was just such a miserable experience for me. And I don't want anyone else to ever, you know, question their very existence and, and their and their humanity and their irreducible value as human beings. And I think it's too often in life that we settle. We think that the way the world is, is the only way it has to be. And I'm not content with that. <laughs> no part of me is content with that. And I'm, I'm trying to define and cultivate a vision of a better way, a vision where we're able to fulfill our, our potential and reclaim again this this dignity and high view of humanity and 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 the the more the more that we self-cultivate the more that we're better able to give to others um, and so I, I just think there's way too much wasted human potential and I want to encourage people that they don't have to you know win the lottery or revolution or uproot their life and their family to, to to do that that there are ways to make our lives better in our everyday and I want to show people how Please welcome James Klein to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. I've been looking forward to this for a while. Your definition of success, and that's equipping your daughter to help her have what she needs to be super successful in life. I think that is something that a lot of us forget to do, right? So thank you. Absolutely. It's, it's why I get up in the morning and it's what keeps me hustling. I like um, it. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that because I want to tie that into being able to really truly work from home. That's got to be a little bit different too. I've been working from home since 2004 and my daughter was four years old at the time. And it was hard in the beginning to establish a routine. When daddy's in his office, you can't just, you can go in and say hi, but you can't just come in and, hey, daddy, I need you. Let's play for the next half hour. Once, once we established a semblance of a routine, I was then able to adjust my schedule to drive her to school or to pick her up or take her to the park or whatever it happened to be. And COVID hasn't hit me on that level as much as it hit a lot of other people who are used to being in a busy office. And all of a sudden, they're at home staring into a computer screen 10 hours a day. So that was the one benefit I've had during COVID. I was already used to working from home and, and having it remote Has it people. changed at all for you? It's. Have you, has it changed? Cause you know, back when she started, you know, she's four now she's a little bit older. Here we are just life in general. 
How much more does time matter to you? Time matters a lot. And what's been difficult is that this past year was her first year in university. And the kids here go to university. The undergrad programs here are only three years long rather than four. So it was the equivalent of her sophomore year in the U.S. And her goal is to go to med school. Mm. And she's in a very challenging science program and literally spent her entire days watching lectures on Zoom and rewatching them and didn't get to be around friends or do anything social because it was so difficult. She was literally on campus once just to have her picture taken for her student ID. And it just a brutal year from that standpoint. Luckily, she's disciplined and worked really hard and did great. But my heart breaks for what the social aspect has, the way it's been impacted over the last year, especially for kids. The older people will figure it out. But to be 20 years old and not to get to do any of the stuff that new kids do when they go to school, go out and drink beers with everybody and do silly stuff and just be staring at your computer 10 hours a day, it's rough. No, I agree. I have one son still in university at 20 and I felt like he was, you know, he missed out on a lot of stuff. Like, you know, he, I, I call it the stupid stuff that I think you need to go through so you can know what you do want to do and what you don't want to do. Right? Amen, brother. And um, he's 20 and, you know, juggling job and school and all that good stuff. Um, and I think it's really, really important to, I don't want to say get in trouble, but I think you got to scrape your knees a little bit because you got to figure out what you do want versus what you don't want. Are you ready to break the mold? You know, so many people seem stuck in society, but you're not one of them. If you were, you wouldn't be listening to this. But I know for a fact that right here, right now, inside you, there's greatness. And a great way to help bring that out is the 12-week journey to fulfillment. So head over to BeFulfilledJournal.com and use the coupon code PODCAST and you get a special rate on us. It's our way to say thanks for listening. As well, there's access to a private community of entrepreneurs ready to support you and your business. That's BeFulfilledJournal.com. I'm excited for our guest today. Nick Cavuto is here. I got to ask two questions. This is one of the most <laughs> common objections people have, right? It's time and money. Right. And so when people say, you know, oh, it's a lot of time I got to take out, I got to travel, I got, you know, I don't know if I can really afford it. Da, 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 da. What would you say to somebody when you get met with that objection? Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, on the time equation, it's like, you know, I think a lot of people spend so much time in their business and they spend so much time doubling down trying to solve the same problem every single day in the same four walls. One thing you've taught me, Tony, is like when you change your environment, you change the results that happen in your life, whether that's, you know, habits that you have at home or whether that's has to do with uh, exercise or whether it has to do with your business. When you shift your environment, you can shift the outcome. And it's just one of those things I think truly that's just often overlooked. It's like, how about you invest your time having 20 people. This is not just having great speakers. This is 20 other high performing entrepreneurs who get it, who are going to be in the room and you can present a problem and you might feel like, ah, you know, this has got to be an issue that someone who I know or someone who may be connected to me has solved before. I mean, gosh, you're running a massively successful company. Someone would be silly to sit in their office for another week or for another couple of days going like, well, I'll just continue to try this, 
solve the same problem. That's been the puzzle for the last three years of my life. You have to change your environment. You have to change your pattern. You have to do something different in order to get a different result. So when it comes to time, I can blow over that one easy. This is time that you're going to invest that you're going to get a return on. You're not going to leave the room without getting the answers that you need in order to move your business forward. That's the first thing. When it comes to money, this is again, a very straightforward one. There's over $30,000 in value. If someone was to go to one of your events, one of Mike's events, one of Lauren's events, who's the you know, mindset coach for the New York Yankees, we have an Emmy award-winning producer who's going to help when it comes to you know, branding your story and all those types of things. You're going to pay over 30 grand just to get into the room with these people. And with the promo code, I mean, it's 2K for them to show up <laughs> and spend time with us. I mean, it's, it's wild. You can't afford not to do it. And I think the thing that I look at, because I have to do this internal assessment as well, is like looking at the result that you get by coming versus the result that you get by staying where you're at. You can't afford not to show up and to actually see a transformation happen in your life. So that's where I sit with that. I mean, I've had people contact me and say, hey, like, I really need this to work because like, hey, I'm not yet a six-figure entrepreneur. And then we have other people coming who are running you know, multi multiple eight-figure businesses. So the people who are kind of early on in their journey are seeing the potential value of going like, man, if I can just rub shoulders with these people, if I can just get one conversation, you know, over a fireside chat or at a VIP dinner, like to me, it's incredibly worth it. So, um, so yeah, that's, I love that's it. the jam. <laughs> I remember uh, early on, I heard something a long time ago and I, I branded it for, for it to work with me. You know, people say, you know, it's a money. I don't have the money. And I'm like, no, you don't have the mindset. Hmm. Please welcome to the show, our special guest today, Victoria Song. Hi, pleasure to be here. How did you kind of get started on your path to eventually then being in the place where you could write a book? I would love to know a little bit of your story from you versus me just reading it. Mm, yeah. So my background, I'd say that I was a recovering overachiever <laughs> and, um, you know, I was probably like you, what you said, you started with professional fulfillment and then you found personal fulfillment later. And that's what happened for me was that I was really fortunate to have grown up in a family that valued education, but then that meant that I really um, escaped from whatever I couldn't deal with in my life through academics. So I went to Yale, I went to Harvard, I got all these great badges and felt really empty inside. And then I worked in VC and I got to also work with a lot of successful uh, wealthy individuals who climbed the mountain. And um, I noticed that they were all not very fulfilled either. And when I looked around me at my colleagues and my friends and people who went to my schools with me, my classmates, I was like, whoa, something's wrong because everyone around me is not very happy, even though we've all done what we were told was supposed to you know, make us happy. And from there, I realized that um, being in VC and helping people, you know, use technologies or investing technologies that help us save time and help us live longer wasn't really going to solve it because a lot of us didn't know how to be happy with the days we already had. And so I decided to leave VC without really knowing what I was going to do. Um, I left and started, you know, sitting in this quiet tea that we're talking about. And I just got this ping of like, you know, you've always gotten so much out of coaching. I've hired like 24 coaches. So I was like, I should just go get a certification and just see what happens. In that process, I found that 
the highs I got after every call um, was it meant like the highs of chasing down that really exciting venture deal and getting it done, except that that really happens in the VC world. <laughs> like 99% of your time is not doing that. And so I realized like, you know what, if I'm happy every day and every moment in this new line of work, then I should really just do this full time. And then that's what led me to, yeah, doing the work that I do. So I still work with tech founders. I still work with startups. A lot of the clients are still the same as they were when I was an investor. Um, but now I'm, you know, able to serve them from a deeper place than just looking at their business model, um, as a VC. And then I love that. Yeah. I I love the fact that Yale, Harvard, you went on this journey, right? You kind of went on a journey and you, and you learned some things about yourself. But I, I think also in the observation of you talking to your colleagues and friends, you saw something was a common theme through all of it. And finding fulfillment is such a powerful thing. And for you to get still enough to, to get the ping, to get the idea, like, you know, I got this one life to live. Why don't I go follow this dream, this idea, this thing that I have? Her name's Victoria Song. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. And until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.